Amen. It's now time to give a word. Amen. How many of you all looking for a word on this morning? Amen. From the Lord. Amen. Why don't you go ahead and give God praise in advance for what is getting ready to, to pop off in here. Amen. Let me do a little settling in right now because everybody's looking at me and I'm looking at you. Amen. Do a little settling in right now. Just tell you a little bit about myself. First of all, with Greater Mount Zion AME Church, amen. Raise, just raise your hand. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen for y'all worshiping. Dent Chapel. We're not the only AME Church here. Dent Chapel is in the house. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And if there are any more visitors in the house, we thank you all for coming out on this Worldwide Communion Sunday. Amen. God, but just a little bit about myself. My name is C.J. Holloman, uh, Carson Holloman, Jr. I'm originally from Brunswick, Georgia. Amen. St. Simons Island. Uh-oh, I heard some clapping. Amen. I'm from Brunswick, B-Town. Amen. Glen Academy, Brunswick High Pirates all day. Amen. Amen. My lovely wife, Chantree Sims Holloman. Amen. Amen. As a teacher at Westlake High School. Amen. We've been now, we've been in Noonan now for the lab for four years now, I believe four years, amen. And God has done some awesome things while we've been in this area. God, it's, it's all about God. Tell somebody it's all about God. It's all amen. About God. It's really all about God. And so we're so honored to be here. And, and, and Reverend Bailey back here is one of my associate ministers, amen. I'm sure everyone is familiar with Reverend Bailey, amen. God be the glory. And Reverend Joanne, amen. We met um, some months ago, and man, she, and she called me and shared with me all about World Communion Sunday and how awesome it would be if we just got together and be on one accord and just, and just, and just forget about everything else and come together and worship. Wow. Amen. And I said, for a moment, I paused. I thought about it. I said, hey, man, let's do it. Amen. Because the question I was raising, had this ever been done before? Amen. Amen. Had this ever been done before? And I'm so... I'm so glad and, and I'm so uh, just, 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 just excited uh, because understand, I don't want to get too deep and don't want to get too rough, but there was a time, amen, amen, <laughs> amen. Uh, uh, Bishop Richard Allen, who's one of the founders of the African Methodist Episcopal Church, amen, we gathered together at one time and we couldn't come together and pray. So at that point, Bishop Richard Allen said, hey, if we can't pray together, we'll do our own thing. But immediately God said to me, hey, man, we're breaking barriers in 2015. Because whoever thought we'll be back together again. Amen. Y'all don't hear me. Amen. So guess what? For any naysayers, because you're going to have some naysayers, amen, as soon as you hit the pocket lot, they're going to start talking trash. But uh, just, just say, when you see them, just wave at them and just say, hi, hater. <laughs> amen, amen. Some of y'all ain't waving because that might be you. Amen, amen. <laughs> but to God be the glory, we are breaking barriers, amen. Eyes have not seen, the ears have not heard what God is getting ready to do. Amen. But but I just want to go ahead and get straight to the word. Amen. I don't got a little comfortable now. There is a word from the Lord. Amen. And it's found in Acts. Amen. Acts. Acts chapter 2. Amen. 
Amen. I'm going to ask my church to, if they don't mind, don't. Don't get mad because they heard this word before. Amen. Act like, just say amen. And so we could just keep on going. Amen. Amen, Pastor. Amen. We, we preached this word before, but I thought it was a fitting word for such a time as this. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, God, thank you for this opportunity, time, and space to be before you, to give you glory, and to give you honor, oh God. I can't do anything without your Holy Spirit. Can't do anything without you, God. There is none like you, oh God. I need you now, Lord. I need you to move mightily through me, amen, so that your people will be edified, that lives will be transformed, and someone may just perhaps say, you know what, I'm going to give my life over to you, oh God. So we thank you in advance. Thank you, God, for this passage of scripture found in Acts, oh God, move mightily, move in your own way, oh God. And, and fill the people with your Holy Ghost, oh God. Anoint us afresh right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Acts 2. Acts 2. Amen. Acts 2. And we're going to start right at the 42nd verse. Amen. We're going to start at the 42nd verse. And it reads in Acts 2. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Read as your Bible has been printed. Um, they... Um, and they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of the bread, and in prayer. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believe were together mm -hmm, and had all things in common, and sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need so continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking of the bread from house to house they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart praising God and having favor with all people and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved amen just for a few moments I want to use this as a uh, theological thought or a message on this morning uh, an acts to church amen Amen. And Acts 2, church. Amen. On this Worldwide Communion Sunday, we want to look at an Acts 2, church. Amen. Amen. Everybody say an Acts 2, church. Amen. To God be the glory. Don't want to forget about the senior pastor here at First United Methodist Church. Amen. We want to give a shout out to him as well. Bless God for him allowing and saying, yeah, go ahead and do it. Amen. Praise God. My brothers and sisters, um, amen, we're going to go through this Bible study. My brothers and my sisters, today uh, I believe is a day that we ought to be celebrating and, and full of joy. It is a day of celebration and joy because we're doing what God has called us to do. Amen. We are doing what God has called us to do. We are coming together on one accord. We are giving God glory by keeping in tune with his word that I'm saying that, that in the, keeping his word that says keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace amen amen there is an uh, there is an african proverb that says i am because we are amen amen somebody say i am because we are and basically all that's saying is because what what i am is because what you made me amen i am because we are we are what we call the beloved 
community. Amen. We have the power to shape a whole generation. Amen. Amen. We have the power to shape each individual's life. Amen. I want to talk about God's church sticking together in a divided world. Yes, Lord. I'm talking about God's church sticking together in a divided world. Amen, somebody. We are living in a society and in a culture that still persecutes Christians. Amen. We are still living in that type of society that still persecutes Christians like they persecuted the Christians in the first century church. Amen. We are living, amen, in a generation that men are lovers of themselves. They are lovers of money. They are capitalistic. They are narcissistic. They are disobedient to parents. They are unthankful, unholy. They ain't got no self-control. Amen. They do what they want to do when they feel like doing it. Amen, somebody. And it is so important that the body of Christ embrace and continue to engage with one another in a climate of separation. Amen. Satan, listen, y'all, wants us to separate from our worship to Almighty God. The enemy wants to construct corruption in our lives of the saints. The enemy wants to do this. The enemy wants to try to change our behavior toward God. Someone may be asking, how does the enemy, amen, won't try to do this? The enemy tries to do this by throwing shade at the house of God and the people of God. Amen. Y'all do know what throwing shade mean. Amen. That means simply just hating. Amen. On the sideline. Amen. Criticizing like the Pharisees and the scribes. Amen. He wants to throw shade on the house of God and the people of God. Amen. Somebody. But I got some good news on today is that Jesus has prayed for us. Oh man, you ought to give God glory right then and there. Because Jesus knew that the enemy was going to try to throw shade. Amen, somebody. The enemy wants, uh, he wants to disfigure and denounce the face of the church and mess up the message of the gospel. The message of the gospel is simply to love one another. Amen. We got to learn to love one another and we got to learn to stick together. Amen. We got to be like Al Green and let's stay together. Amen. I don't know about some Al Green and let's stay together. Amen somebody we've got to learn how to do that amen but we can do that with the power of God because Jesus has already prayed for the church and because Jesus has already prayed for the church the gates of hell shall not prevail I just want you to know on this morning whatever it is that you're going through God has already prayed for you and you're gonna get through this amen I don't care what your financial situation is I don't care what your health situation is. God said, I prayed for you. And don't you know that God can do exceedingly and abundantly above all you can ask or ever think? Just give God glory that he prayed for me. An Acts 2 church, amen, a church sticking together in a divided world. In the book called I Am a Church Member, Tom S. Rayner says this. He said, the church across the United States of America is weak because many of the church members or church disciples have lost the biblical understanding of what it means to be a part of the body of Christ. 
Tom S. Rayner, amen, good old Tom said, there is a misperception of the church. Churches are now adopting a country club mentality. Hello, lights. Amen, somebody. Amen. The church is adopting a country club mentality. We join churches expecting folk to serve us and cater to our needs. Amen. Amen. Oh, Lord. I don't know about right here at First United Methodist Church or even at Greater Mount Zion AME Church. I do know some churches that are getting mad at you if you preach a little too long. Amen. If you pray a little bit too long. Amen. If the song go over a little bit further than it's supposed to go over. Amen. I got to get to this Falcons game. Oh. Amen. Grey's Anatomy on. I got to go watch that. Amen. Empire on. Amen. 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 We don't cater to the needs, saints. They get mad. Amen. Amen. But the good news is that in this Acts 2, amen, and I'm almost done, amen. In this Acts 2 church, we can learn a lesson. This postmodern generation can learn a major lesson from a first central generation. <laughs> Jesus, amen, Sankofa, looking back in order to know what the future is. You can look back. Amen. To know how the future is going to end. So you don't fall into the pitfalls of what someone did in your own family. Amen. We can look back and learn from this first century church. Amen. How to stick together. Amen. In a divided world. We can learn from this Acts 2 church today on this worldwide communion Sunday. What can we learn from this church? We can use this church and this grassroots movement of the early church as a launching pad for ourselves and our own personal lives. In Acts 2, Luke, amen, says that the ones who gladly received his word and who were saved, amen, continually steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. They break bread. They were breaking bread together. And they prayed together. Some translations said they devoted themselves, amen, to the works of God. Amen. Amen. Four things I want you to know. Listen, four things we can learn about uh, the Acts 2 church. They, they stuck together by the apostles' teaching. And they stuck together in fellowship. Amen. Number three, they stuck together by breaking bread. Amen. And they stuck together by praying together. Amen. In other words, amen, they kept coming to Bible study. Amen. They kept coming to those activities. Amen. They kept in what is called koinonia. Amen. Uh, fellowshipping with one another. Amen. They broke bread together. Amen, somebody. In other words, they showed hospitality to one another. Amen. And last but not least, they kept on talking to God. And don't you know when you keep on talking to God, at some point, at some time, God will talk back with you. Tell somebody in this Acts 2 church, amen, amen. As a result of that action, the church became the number one place to be. The new members of this new movement stuck together and became strong. 
They were making themselves strong and united. They stuck together to learn, share, eat, and dialogue with God. They did not distance themselves from learning and sharing and eating and dialoguing with God and with one another. The, the, the church was undivided. The church was mission-minded. And this is, this is important because it solidified them as a force to be reckoned with in society. Don't you know how much power you got in this house on the day? If we come together, we can take over and help a whole dying generation. All the children that's on drugs, we can stop that. All the foolishness, domestic violence, we we can stop that if we come together this is important amen the church produced what I call economics of hope Jesus economics of hope what is God saying to us today I believe that God is speaking through the sacred text and he's sharing to a generation that if we stick together we can take over a confused and crumbling world and our children should know that the God is pleased when we stick together and we stay together Tom Reiner also suggests in his book I am a church member he suggests that God desires for church folk to get along together the world would know if we are together or not by the way we act towards one another God expects you to be a part of a church. How we treat one another. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You know how we do sometimes. We'll see each other on Sunday morning. But early Monday morning, especially if you got mad after your team lost, you will walk. Good morning. What's so good about it? How we treat one another, saints, shows how you feel about your God. So, so God expects us to be on one accord. Amen. There is unity in community. You can't have community without unity. Oh, don't, don't, don't miss that. You can't spell community without unity. Try it if you don't believe me. There is unity in the community. There is no division. We can learn to stick together by the Acts 2 church. The Acts 2 church had all things in common. And they sold their possessions and good, and they divided them among all who was in need. The church developed an economic of hope mindset. An economic of hope mindset produces freedom and liberty to all nations and all people. But what happens when the church does not stick together? When the church does not stick together, it loses its power to change the community. We lose the capacity to do what Jesus told us to do, and that is to love your neighbor 
Amen. That is what Jesus told us to do is to bless those who curse you and do good to those who hate you. Jesus told us to pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. The early church prayed for those who hated on them. The early church prayed for those who persecuted them. The early church was persecuted and oppressed, but they did not even worry about it. They got together and they got on one accord and they begin to give God glory every chance they get. They had everything together. They shared with one another. They broke bread with one another and I don't know about you today but we can learn a lot from the first century church. If the 21st century church, this neo-Pentecostal church, this Holy Ghost filled baptized fire church, if we just lick look back uh, on what the first century church did. Uh, I do believe uh, we can make the world a better place. Uh, is there anybody in here uh, who believes that God is still able to do what he did before? I, oh Lord, uh, I gotta, do I have some witnesses in the house today? If you believe that God is still able to do what he said he can do, uh, the Bible declares that they came on one accord. Uh, they stuck together they broke bread they shared with one another and they did this continuously in the house of the Lord can I just pause right there for a moment I don't care what the weather is outside I don't care what happened on yesterday you got to come to church every chance you get do not forsake the assembling of the saints you got to be on one accord and the more we are on one accord the more we fellowship with one another the more we dialogue with one another the more we break bread with one another the stronger we become and I am looking for in 2015 God to do something awesome because on this day we decided to break the rules we decided to be like the Acts 2 church and we decided to come together and give God glory church broke bread they didn't do anything out of self ambition or conceit and as a result of the new members of this new movement sticking together they broke barriers signs and wonders were done the millennial generation looking for signs and wonders. We're losing a generation because we're not seeing what my daddy and my mama saw. And they decided to go other places where they can see signs and wonder. But church, if we just stick together, mm -hmm, if we do like this Acts 2 church, I believe that God will pour out his spirit. And as a result of God pouring out his spirit, amen, the power of God will save so many souls that they'll be able to say, you know what? 
I saw signs and wonders. I seen what happened when we come together. I seen God move mightily in this city. Amen. I seen God move mightily in this state. Amen. Because we decided to be like the first century church and keep on worshiping together. We decided to stay together. We made up in our mind that we're going to do what God has called us to do. Is there anybody in here who's going to leave on this morning? I know what's going to happen because the enemy is going to test you as soon as you get out the door. But I want you to know today, if you made up in your mind that I'm going to be like an Acts 2 church. Uh, I guarantee you on the day. Uh, I know I shouldn't guarantee, but I'm going to do it in this faith realm. Uh, I guarantee on the day. God will do. What he said. He would do. An Acts 2 church. Stick it together in a divided world. Praise together. Dialogues together. Shares together. Break bread together. Is there anybody in the house today who said, you know what? I'm going to try this as soon as I get home. Because remember now, they wasn't in the four walls. They met up at folks' house. You know what we call that, small groups. Just throw that out there, a little spiritual formation. Amen. But on this morning today, Worldwide communion. Let's be like the Acts 2 church. Amen. Set your differences aside. Amen. Got to bring a humorous point. I know there's some Auburn fans. I know there's some Alabama fans. And God knows you looking at a Georgia fan. But at the end of the day, the biggest fan of all sits on the throne. Amen. And he's looking down and he said, I wonder if you're going to cheer me on when I come back. Amen. Y'all don't hear me on this morning. I wonder if you're going to give me the glory when I come back. I know you got some differences, but at the end of the day, we under one God. One faith. One spirit. The oneness of God, the Trinity. Oh, Lord. Next to church, divided in a divided world. God bless you. God keep you. God love you. Amen.